there. Welcome to Healthy-ish, your, well, almost daily podcast from Body and Soul with me, your host, Felicity Harley. Now, hanging out on the couch the day after an intense workout or straight after one may seem like a sweet thing to do to rest those muscles. Well, surprise, your body actually bounces back better if you keep it moving and focusing on active recovery. Now, Professor Shona Halson works at the Australian Catholic University. She is the Associate Professor in the School of Behavioural and Health Sciences. Prior to that, she was a Senior Physiologist at the Australian Institute of Sport for 15 years. She has worked with Benefit Pocket to write an online course about recovery. And she's going to talk to us today about what active recovery is exactly. Now, as you know, we keep our healthiest episodes short. So if you want more from Shona about recovery, make sure you tune into that one. You can grab that wherever you get your podcasts. Shona, welcome to Healthiest. How has your morning been so far? Uh, thanks, Felicity. Yeah, good. I've done some exercise and I've had a cup of coffee and I've had some breakfast. So it's about as good as it gets for me. Oh, good as it gets. And and some recovery <laughs> yet? No? Well, we're going to talk about that, right? <laughs> yeah, not so much. I've gone straight straight to work. But uh, yeah, I try to always try to get in a little bit of recovery after my hard days. But today was an easy one hour walk. So um, took it easy from a recovery perspective as well. Now, I feel like this whole recovery thing, I mean, Obviously, you work. You've worked at the AS. You, you know, you're you're in the professional athlete space. But I feel like in the everyday athlete or the people who try their hardest, <laughs> it hasn't been really a thing. Recovery, or it's not valued. I don't, am I right with this? Or what are your thoughts around this? Yeah, I agree. And I think that we've we've obviously spent a lot of time with the elite athletes and 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 prepping them and making sure that they know what they're doing from a recovery point of view. But when you look at the average person, average exerciser, which I count myself as, as one of those people, we have a whole lot of other commitments that we have. You know, we, we have work, we have family, we have all these other things that um, potentially the, the top level athletes don't have. And so our days just can get incredibly busy. And so then what happens often is, is something gets sacrificed. And, you know, sometimes we can only just fit in the exercise, let alone the recovery as well. So, and I think people think, well, I'm not exercising like an elite athlete. I don't need to do those things. And I think sometimes that's correct. But when you look at all the other things in life um, and how busy we get, um, and recovery is just not about physical recovery, it's about mentally recovering as well. So I agree it hasn't really taken hold yet, but when you look at the new recovery facilities and things like that, that that are open to the public now, I think that's starting to change. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk specifically about active recovery. Can you explain what this is exactly? Yeah, so from a, like a typical scientific perspective, we think of active recovery as being like a warm down, for example, so doing something active post-exercise. Um, but we can also think of active recovery as the interventions that we intentionally do that we add on to increase our recovery. So things like baths, compression, massage, et cetera, uh, there are guns, you know, those kinds of things that we might actively choose to do to increase um, our recovery from exercise. And tell me, now I am married to a former professional athlete who always, whenever would see someone walking around in compression tights, will go, they don't need to wear compression tights. They're not running 14Ks in AFL game. Tell me, do as an everyday athlete, do you need to consider these 
elements of act- active recovery do we need? At what point should we be doing this in our lives? And, you know, how much exercise, I suppose, should we be doing before we go, okay, get me that gun. That feels so good on my muscles. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, there's, you know, it's a valid point, but also like, I think that if you've got soreness or you're really tired, and that might be because you don't get to train as much as you'd like. So every time you do train, you get sore or you've got a, you're trying to increase your, the amounts of training that you're doing and you're getting fatigued. Then I think a lot of these things actually help you feel better and they can help you recover. And that means you're more likely to go out and do those um, training sessions again. So, you know, for for an elite footballer, yes, they need the recovery because they're doing a lot of exercise, but the average person um, also may be more fatigable in response to the exercise that they do. You know, you've got super trained AFL players. There's someone like me that can maybe do three or four times a week um, in the gym. And I get pretty tough there because I'm not super fit. Um, so, and if I might wear compression or, um, you know, might have a massage and that helps me um, feel better, means I'm more likely to keep continuing to exercise because I'm a bit less fatigued. So it's slightly different um, perspective, but still valuable. And also, we don't have masseuses on hand when we want, do we? I mean, that'd be nice. But I like how you, um, yes. I like how you put that. So, what are the the benefits? Talk us through some of the benefits. You just said one there, obviously, that we can get out perhaps sooner if we incorporate active recovery into our fitness regime. What are some other benefits? Yeah, so essentially the way I like to think about it is um, when we exercise, it essentially is like it's like a breakdown of muscle um, and we're essentially moving away from our balance, um, so our normal state. So recovery brings us back to that normal state and that can be from a psychological perspective. So, you know, recovery for someone might be meditation or relaxation because they're super stressed or um, they've done a type of exercise that's really cognitively challenging, like trail running or something. So, So I think of it as bringing us back to normal to help us both train and sort of function in the real world. So um, if I think if you think of bringing, you know, if you've got a high core temperature doing ice baths, bringing you back to balance, if you've got sore and inflamed muscles, you know, compression or massage can help bring you back to balance. So that's kind of the way I like to think about it. Are there any better active recovery methods than others or is it just a matter of you saying, okay, what's going on in my body? This will work best. Yeah, I think it's a combination of what you can practically do. You know, not everyone has an ice bath in their backyard. Um, <laughs> what you can financially afford, because, um, you know, some of these things aren't, aren't cheap. Um, and so, you know, factoring in what you can actually afford. Um, and then, yeah, thinking about what you'd like and what you respond to. Um, if, you're, if you've got muscle soreness, you know, things like hot and cold baths can be good compression can be good if you're really fatigued then more of your cold you know your ice bath or your you know cold showers if you can't get to an ice bath can can be beneficial so I think for the average person um you know like for for myself I I'll do what I can access and what I think benefits me the most do you have a go-to for me, it's probably massage, oh, um, and yes. it's not as much as I. It's not as much <laughs> as I like. But one of my best, one of my best friends is a great therapist, and I'm like, as often as I can, I'm like, can I come in and you know, can I have a ninety minute massage? It's like the dream. Um, so yeah, that would be my favourite um, in terms of recovery strategies. And in terms of you know what's going to work the best is is massage generally a good all over for rather than jumping in, you know, a cold shower, is that going to, are you going to get more out of that if you say, you know, work out three times a week, you're a bit sore, you're a bit crampy? 
Yeah, that's a good question. We haven't done a lot of work comparing strategies. We've done a lot of research on ice baths and contrast baths, and they are effective. So we've got lots of data in that space. We have less data in the massage area, um, not because we don't think it works, but it's just tricky research to, to kind of do. Um, so I would say, and we've got plenty of research on compression garments as well. So if you want to look for something that's got a bit of scientific validation, you might lean towards water immersion, you know, and that might be going to the beach. Yeah. You know, that doesn't have to be an ice bath or a spa or, you know, it can be just some sort of water immersion. Lots of good evidence around compression for the recovery space and reducing soreness. Um, and then, of course, if you can access massage, um, you know, that's, that's something that usually most people like from a physical and a mental perspective it kind of ticks both boxes yeah great point shona thank you for coming on healthy ish pleasure thanks felicity oh i'm always opting for a massage i have an excuse now give yourself permission to go and get a massage Professor Shona Housen told you so. If you do want more info about recovery, make sure you tune in or log on to Benefit Pocket. I will leave links to that in the show notes. If you want more from us, we have plenty of other episodes of Healthy-ish, Extra Healthy-ish. You can jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au, go to our social media, Facebook, TikTok or Instagram and make sure you leave a review. You can rate it and subscribe to this podcast. And until next time you listen, stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.